2: Hey, welcome back to the program. This is the money segment of the big show. This is when Kelvin says he'd love to have a cup of coffee with you, have a conversation, 651-231-2500. That's the number to call if you want the best interest rates in the continental United States,
0: 651-231-2500. Kelvin. How are you? I'm good. What's up? A lot of good things this past week, uh, except rates. No, I'm just kidding. Rates <laughs> were actually really good this week again. Um, they were pretty flat, really, you know, uh, as we're working on things just for a lot of our clients and for our mutual clients, too. Rates haven't moved a whole lot this week. There's been uh, ups and downs interday. You know, we have changes every day during the rate, you know, on the rates. But it typically isn't moving the actual rate. It's it's moving the the kind of the numbers behind the scenes, what mm-hmm. that rate costs and okay. stuff like that. So it's been a good week. Um, a lot of the news this week has been pretty non uh, – hasn't moved the markets a whole lot. Um, so – pretty, pretty flat. And, uh, as you always say, we like to have the conversation. We've had a lot of them this past week. We're doing a lot of, uh, we're doing a lot of refinances right now. And we, even with the refinances, we're still trying to get together to talk through the options with people. And then, uh, on the purchases, it seems like it's ticked up in Mm -hmm. terms of, uh, in terms of activity. So we're, you know, having those conversations as well. And it always comes down to in our world, can I, can I buy before I sell? We have two right now that we're working on together. Um, and the whole conversation, if I hold on to my current property, if I rent that out, right, Mm -hmm. we have one right now that we're doing that, you know, what can I use for the rent? You know, can I use rent? Can I, it used to be, you had to be a landlord for two years to offset that house payment.
1: Now, what do you need?
0: Nothing. A lease. I need a lease, you know, a lease and uh, you don't need a history of. That's awesome. It is, right? So it, it allows people to kind of position better. Now it's nice in these cases that, That they could care. I like to first try and qualify them for their new house Mm -hmm. and their existing no rent because it just anytime I can keep it simpler.
1: All the rent monies, right? There are some restrictions. Seventy-five percent, pretty good.
0: Yep. So not bad at all. Not bad, right? So, but it's really it's those are good conversations to Mm -hmm. have with people, and and those are conversations as you. say in a loving manner that I like to sit down with the people and talk through it, I, I do, because that's where we can have more real dialogue. Right. You know, we've got... Uh, yeah, got I was
1: a- meeting with a gal the other day, first-time home buyer, and, um, and you don't get this information by just, you know, let's go look at houses, let's shop online. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes into my office, and we sit down, usually have about a 45-minute conversation with folks about what their goals are, et cetera, mm-hmm. and she's pre-approved with a lender for 3.5% down FHA. During my conversation, okay. she has a... Uh, Credit score of seven over seven eighty. So I'm like, well, why are we using FHA? Ah, because I don't have a lot of money for down payment, so we went with the down payment low down payment program. I'm like, okay, well, we have good, really good credit though. What about a three percent down right. conventional program? Less MI. You know, during these conversations, then we find mm-hmm. out a little bit more information and look for other options for people. And I'm not a lender, but right. I know enough to be dangerous. You know yeah, and then can then shift them over to somebody that can so, help them a little so bit. So she
2: came to you, Keith. W- Pre-approved with another lender. Correct. So, Kelvin, why would another lender with a credit score like that choose
0: FHA versus a conventional? Because there's more revenue on FHA loans than on conventional. So the loan officer made was make going to make more money? Uh, potentially, or potentially the company behind it, or they just don't have a good conforming product. Some of these small shops, I mean, they maybe have one or two investors, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that the rate on that... They're looking at FHA; that rates a lot lower. And so, I mean, there's and the, there's, there's good realtors. There's and also you know, well, there's so also you reasons
1: know. regarding debt to income ratios and things like mm-hmm. that that are different uh-huh. for FHA and conventional, though too. Right? I mean, yep. it could legitimately. Yeah, be if her something debt else. was
0: really high. Yeah. Let's say her back ratio was fifty percent, or well, then you're probably going to lean more towards FHA. Where conventional, you're going to want a lower debt to income ratio in terms of how debt to income means. How much of your income goes out to your monthly house your monthly payments mm-hmm. and your new house payments? So, so.
1: even with Rockstar Credit, not mm-hmm. to just bash, you know, yep. say no they're bad. Yep. It could be because it could be of that. that. Yep. You could have maybe you have a high really high car payment and you don't make a lot of money and you have some student loan debt and okay, okay, yep. I see. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we're We kind of have to stick with FHA because of the DTIs, but
0: most of the time, like, but even like with the student loans right now, FHA is at a one percent. They move to one percent. If so many of the the student loans we see anymore don't even have a payment in there, right? Because it's deferred or it's income based or it's all this stuff. Well, there's still rules that apply, and it's it was uh, it used to be FHA was fully amortized through the whole deal. Now it's a one percent. Freddie Fannie were one percent for some time now. Freddie moved to a half percent. So it's getting less and less, so so it doesn't impact not their as, much, qualification right. as much yep, so it's it's been good, so, so things so, are getting easier a little easier, and we talked about technology as we were having that conversation in the first segment, you know things on and I thought it was good because i I went right away, Keith, to thinking about the competition, people doing false advertising rates, but on the technology side, the good of the technology is on that back end right and mm-hmm. and one day certainty I mean we can literally do a loan now if because we use the work number we use uh account check we do these things that if you're working for a large company you're a w-2 employee you know we can do all this stuff and literally we don't need a bank statement anymore we don't need you know we don't need sometimes a pay stub Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't need so it's less and less documentation as you know as the technology to find out all this information exists same thing with um uh, property inve- um, property waivers, right? So we can get a um, property inspection waiver, which means we don't need an appraisal because there's enough data saying that your home is worth, you know, 300,000. And if your home's worth 300 based on these six different, like core logic, all these different mm-hmm. sites, and you owe 150, we're comfortable that that's close enough, mm-hmm. right? It's when you get real close and you're trying to take all the money out of your house you can, right. or you're doing that, then they're going to say, yeah, let's still go take a look, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then a good thing to remember, don't rip up your carpet and all the trim off your master bedroom as I'm dealing with right now on a refi the, oh, the, no. appraiser, so the appraiser goes appraiser in Oh no the appraiser went out there and he goes uh subfloor work like, o- work no. Order. No, <laughs> no 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 work order just, on the
1: refi appraisal Yeah it
0: just cost you another 125 bucks for a final inspection Oh, bummer. oh like, come on
1: Why so I I I'm curious about final inspections Can't we just take a picture of the master bedroom now and then provide the paid invoice and we don't need to have somebody go out and drive out mm-hmm. there and spend 150 bucks.
0: Well, in this case, it's he's doing it himself, so you don't have an invoice other than for the material, okay. right? You could take a picture, and I totally agree with that, but that's not uh, the rule. I think we'll get there. That's but, not your rule. But it's you're not a rule guy. That's, that's you not know? the rule. So I'm
1: a rule guy right now because I want to <laughs> yep, abide by my local MLS regulations and our company policies.
0: <laughs> dang, dang rules. So dang you're rules. a rule
1: breaker then. I am
2: a rule breaker.
0: Uh-huh. So. Better to ask for forgiveness yeah, than ask right. for permission. That's right. That's right. right. your MO. So. Yeah. And who's
1: being audited right now by the IRS? Yeah, not the IRS, state of Minnesota. Oh, which it's is Minnesota. even <laughs> worse. It's even which worse. is even worse. Let's shift back <laughs> to but our But you money are providing all said documentation I am. that they're requesting. I am. And you're, As a matter of fact, you're f- complying with their investigation. Last night I, investigation. Sent the, <laughs> I
2: sent the final thing over and, <laughs> and I got everything that they asked oh, for. It does feel
1: good. It does feel good. Until they ask for more stuff. Until they ask for more
0: stuff, and they will. All right, so I had a couple questions I wanted to ask you guys, and we're going to do that. So, anyway, I'll just finish up my the money segment. Rates are pretty flat. High threes, 30-year fixed. Low threes, 15-year fixed. FHA, low threes, um, mid threes, actually. Uh, so, rates are good, and it does come down to the conversation. We have all the technology in the world. I just uh, recruited a gal from Arizona that's joining us and and uh she said you know are you guys all technology are you all are you old school Mm -hmm. you know and i said you know what a little bit of both right i said i've we've got all the technology in the world and i'm more old school Mm -hmm. she goes perfect because i like to just meet with my people and yeah and talk i'm like yep you'd be it fits well into our in our branch our culture right that we want to have every piece of technology possible and then meet with the people right so anyway a couple uh questions on the listing side Keith that we talked about earlier the decision making process to list my property what's that what's the process people are going through typically this time of year in the do i list my property i think that
2: uh, i don't know about this time of the year is any different than any other time of the year uh, you always when you list uh, when, when you think about selling right we already touched on it earlier in the segment do i keep my house do i go buy my new house first and then sell mine after? Do mm-hmm. I hold my house as now an investment, which we're doing with a couple of people right now? Yeah. You know, what does all that look like? You know, so the first the first thing is is the why. I mean, yeah, the gotta,
1: motivation of the move is yeah, the most yeah, important. It's
2: the why. Why are you moving? You know, what is it that, that uh, you know, this is a, I go into people all the time, this is a pretty nice house. What do you, why do you want to sell it? You know, there's got to be a, there's a reason there. And sometimes it's well, it's too big now, or it's too small now, or because I work on the other side of town, I have an hour commute every day, and I want to get on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. There's a million reasons that, that you got you got to get to that. And then it's like, okay, so understanding that where you're going to go and all that. Now let's find out the money thing. Mm-hmm. Make sure we got that yeah. piece in place so that we know what our strategy is. Mm-hmm. And then it's preparing the house for sale, if you, if that's what we're going to do. And are we going to sell it? And then move. If that's the case, then where are you going to go? You got a place to go,
0: mm-hmm. yeah? Because it might be a double move,
2: right? Yep. And uh, and there's there's so much of that going on. But what I'm seeing now, I got setting up showings for this weekend, and a lot of the well, not a lot, but of of ten houses, three of them had contingent offers on them. Really? Yeah. Okay. Had contingent offers on them, and the, and and uh, I think you're starting. I don't know if that's at this time. What of year, price point, single family? Uh, single family, uh, four hundred and fifteen. Uh, you know, three fifty-four. Yeah. Is that, that a, sounds bar right? Is that common? You think? Yeah, sure. Because I don't know that have, percent, seen, You wouldn't have seen that uh, a year and a half ago at all. Would not have seen that because the seller would have just said nope, no contingent offers because oh, you're
1: had, saying contingent on the sale of another property? Yeah, yeah. We got ten seconds left in the show, but the higher you up, go and go up in price and. Yada, yada. I mean, you're going to see that a little bit.
2: Hmm. All right. We got to go. That's it for this week on Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Check us out.
1: You've been listening to Your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to
0: hitnergroup.com.